Well, a major element of discussion this Australia Day is centred on the upcoming referendum to the constitutionally enshrine an independent representative First Nations advisory body to Parliament. Now, the Prime Minister has questioned where a no vote in this year's Voice to Parliament referendum would leave Australia come next Australia Day. If the referendum is not successful, I think people know that that will not be a moment uh, that shows respect for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples that I think doesn't show the maturity of us as a nation, non-Indigenous Australia, of who we are, acknowledging the fullness and richness of our history, but the, also the way that we're perceived by the world. The PM uh, speaking there. Of course, Senior Australian of the Year and co-chair of the Voice Co-Design Group, Tom Kalmer, this morning, questioned the motivation of politicians insisting on more detail on the proposal, including opposition leader Peter Dutton and Greens Senator Lydia Thorpe. When it goes to a referendum, you don't need detail. What you do need is a, a vote on principles. The Greens senator has repeatedly signalled she'd vote no in the referendum unless she received guarantees it would not result in sovereignty being ceded. Now, Corinne Minang woman, Dr Hannah McLeod, is a member of the UN Permanent Forum on Indigenous Issues and international human rights expert of to- some 20 years experience. Welcome to you. Uh, I mean, the, the, Lydia Thorpe and the thousands of people clamouring for a treaty first, have they got this wrong? I mean, you know this area of law, you've been studying it for most of your career. Look, it's a complicated issue. And uh, so we need to keep talking about it. We know that treaties are underway in several states and Victoria is doing great work progressing towards a treaty. So, of course, they haven't got it wrong. And, of course, the Aboriginal people who called for a treaty in the 1970s as part of the National Aboriginal uh, Conference were not wrong. There was no treaty in this country. Treaty is very important. I will not in any way diminish that. And let's not forget at Uluru when hundreds of people came from around the country uh, as part of the constitutional dialogue, the decision was made for a voice treaty truth at the national level. Uh, So there are different aspects here, but in terms of federal politics, a voice is absolutely essentially the first part. So I do think uh, Senator Lydia Thorpe is is not on the right track at all, and the Greens need to show some real leadership here. The government and legal experts have sought to offer assurances to Lydia Thorpe that sovereignty won't be ceded if this succeeds. I mean, you stepped through just, just then some of how the voice would interact with sovereignty, but just to catch us up, how, how do those two ideas coexist in your view? Well, you've asked me a few questions, Erin. Um, I've studied this um, some time ago. The, the law of nations, as it was previously called, we know, know it now as international human rights law, governed the way that nations could obtain the lands of the Indigenous peoples. Now, they couldn't just go and do a land grab like happened in, as happened in Australia. So treaties were the means by which agreements were sought and made and Indigenous peoples uh, may have ceded their sovereignty under those agreements. In New Zealand, there's some debate about what was the meaning actually of the Treaty of Waitangi. In the United States, uh, Indigenous peoples' uh, treaties um, resulted in the Indigenous peoples having... Um, internal sovereignty. Uh, They're they're described as domestic dependent nations. Uh, Then you've asked me about, um, and of course this didn't happen in Australia, right, because we had no treaty. We had no treaty agreement of Indigenous people to cede, to give up sovereignty. It simply never happened. So sovereignty 
resides, continues on uh, with Indigenous people. Uh, in relation to the voice, this is certainly not in any way a session or an agreement to give up sovereignty. No, nowhere, no place. And we know it's a vote of the Australian people. The Australian people cannot say we give uh, permission for Indigenous people to give away or see their sovereignty again. Uh, so the voice, if anything, about giving our Aboriginal people a permanent place, a permanent body, a permanent national Indigenous representative body is really progressive, actually. And if anything, it's it, possibly I think could be argued as a, a representation of modern day uh, sovereignty in some in some regards. Um, we need to talk about these issues more. It is a good law reform. So if the rhetoric of those like Peter Dutton and Lydia Thorpe continue, uh, what's at stake if this drags on longer? In your view, is there a risk that the constant shifting of posts here and sort of disinformation could see the referendum result in a no? Well, I don't want to see that happen and I hope Australia um, is a country that's better than that. Uh, really, we've come... But isn't um, the division in the Greens ultimately leading towards that outcome? Will the Greens knock this referendum? I don't know. The Greens aren't in government. The Australian Labor Party are in government. And uh, Anthony Albanese, the, the Prime Minister, his election night promise was absolutely sincere, authentic. Uh, it brought... Um, it brought joy and tears to many Aboriginal people across the country that this was a leader prepared to do the right thing. So I think we need to, um, I'm going to remember that, and I think many of us uh, need to. We have to actually address um, the lie of terra nullius in this country and the actual outcomes that Aboriginal people too many are experiencing today, the failure of our governments to properly uh, respect Aboriginal self-determination, the racism that's happening, including through laws and policies, uh, our people being decimated and we, we're sick of the paternalism of the past. We don't have a National Indigenous representative body at this stage. It's absolutely critical. It's 14 past five, RN Drive with Andy Park. International human rights expert Dr Hannah McClade is here. We're talking well, the legal implications of the proposed voice to Parliament. And look, the UN Permanent Forum on Indigenous Issues, of which you're a member, supports the voice, but has also shared concerns that at any prospect of further delay. So... How damaging would a no vote be to the rights and welfare of First Nations people? Oh, I think a no vote would again signal to countries around the world that Australia has not overcome its colonial past, that racism is still a big issue and problem here, and uh, we need to pull our so socks up on human rights and do better. Uh, it's, a, it's a terrible... Um, it would be a terrible thing, I think, for Aboriginal people... Uh, yeah, it'd be equally uh, disappointing and hurtful. And we, we see the closing the gap. Uh, we see the gap increasing in three main areas, in Aboriginal incarceration, in child removals, in suicide. This is, these are very serious human rights issues and um, people are suffering, people are dying. We can't afford to keep going down this, this wrong path anymore. We'll have to leave it there. Dr Hannah McLeod is a member of the UN Permanent Forum on Indigenous Issues and International uh, Human Rights. Thank you so much for your time tonight. Thank you. Well, it's uh, quarter past five here on RN Drive. ABC RN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app.